0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Way to compete! Hey! Clean board on offense. Zero giveaways. Defense! Plus three
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> we come out in the second half number four throws three touchdown passes yeah. <laughs> mr. Cooper went three for 105 <goal>. Number 24 goes over 100 yards on the ground. That's great, great, great work. And that takes that takes everybody. How about special teams? Made all our kicks. Great job. That's a great start to 2023. Team on three. One, two, three. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome into the OBR Film Breakdown. I'm your host, Jake Burns, and this is a Victory Monday Quick Hitter where we are going to discuss three pivotal points from your Browns 24-10 victory over the Commanders in Washington on Sunday. A really nice win overall, and I want to hit on three main points, like I said. We uh, had a full post-game Twitch show that I put up yesterday, if you would like to go back and check that out. But uh, like I said, on these Mondays, rewatch the tv view always want to try to moving forward hit on three particular things that stood out from the game that caught my eye so like i said it was a great win 24 10 positive vibes we'll talk about what's coming some very important stuff coming but let's hit on what stood out from the browns win in washington on sunday Yes,
0: ma'am, I think each week has been an opportunity for me to build my confidence and get back in that rhythm. Uh, you know, last week was you know we didn't go our way, but I think it was big too. You know, for me, the first time playing in those conditions as as a quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, I think you know if not the worst, one of the worst conditions they ever played in. So for me to be able to go out there and handle that, especially in that last drive to be able to throw the ball with those wins and everything, it was a big confidence booster in that end. As far as I can handle those conditions. Now you know we got to put everything together and try to you know get the victory, but um, each week has been each stepping stone. We've been able, been able to check off the box of what we want. To.
1: Obviously, the first one is talking about Deshaun Watson. Does a great job in the second half, and I think that's more of a team thing, right? I think the Browns did a great job overall in the second half adjusting schemes. Watson on the day went 9 of 18, 169 yards and three touchdowns. Three touchdowns were great considering the first half only had 23 total yards. I think most of us at that point were probably having some Some issues thinking that this offense could figure it out, but boy, did they figure it out in the second half. That included 146 yards passing from Watson, three touchdowns, two of which uh, went to Amari Cooper, fantastic routes, a nice breakaway on the first one, and then obviously the second one on an over route where he found his way into the end zone amongst plenty of space. If you're interested in why that came to be, I wrote that up at the OBR about how the Browns have meshed some of their pin pull and some of their counter power stuff from the gun, And they did a beautiful job in the second half of adjusting, using some of those schemes against what the teams are preparing for. The commanders were overplaying it, alignment, and a bit zealous, pursuing, uh, you know, chasing the running back away from where he was aligned. Obviously, that's what they've been doing running it. So they had a quarterback counter wrinkle off of it, and then they had a fantastic fourth quarter play action that went for that 33-yard touchdown as well. Browns went for 220 of 301. Total yards in the second half alone, including three key third down, third uh, third and uh, long possessions that they were able to convert. Uh, a lot of threes going on there, but they had three of those that were really paramount to some drives in the third quarter going three for three. You love to see that. So listen, we give the Browns a lot of flack. Don't adjust coming out of halftime. Considering that they gave up in a 21 play, 96 yard drive right before half. And we talk about the pivotal moments coming in and out of the half. They were able to rally, being down 7-3, get a 3-and-out, get the football back, take the lead back in the third quarter. That 17-7 lead was huge, so they didn't lose the game in those pivotal, we call those the pivotal eight minutes, the four before and four after half. Fantastic job of rallying, and listen, if you take away that 96-yard drive, the Browns' defense... Stellar held Washington to just 260 in the second half alone. They were great. Third quarter, specifically holding the, the commanders to just 22 total third quarter yards. They did give up 96 in the fourth quarter, largely garbage time. But what stands out to me, creating those three turnovers, holding them in the second half to one of six on third down. That's huge. Great second half adjustments all around from both the Browns offense and the Browns defense.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, every time we step on the field, we, we step on there to dominate and win. Uh, so no matter what the circumstances are no matter what we um might be not pl- be playing for or whatever you know we we step on the field as the NFL you know uh next guy's up and we on the field to win at the end of the day so despite what they got going on we here to win
1: that was Grant Delpa who you just heard from who played a phenomenal football game and i think it's worth noting that Grant has been trending up the browns need some sort of long-term safety and his second year is really his second true NFL year second season really first away from you get two seasons away from an Achilles injury. That's when guys who've had that injury will tell you you start to feel better. Grant, so good in this one, uh, including seven tackles. I have two stop tackles. We'll see if Pro Football Focus gives him more. Two interceptions, which you love to see, taking his year long interception tally up to uh, three, sorry, four on the season now. Uh, If you include his interception last week and then he had an interception in week one, obviously that number is a career high for him, and he's included five pass breakups alone this season. You need Grant Delpit to continue to be an anchor of the secondary you know, obviously, Antoine Winfield has done things earlier in his career for Tampa. Can Grant start to hit the stride late in his career, uh, sorry, late in his rookie contract to be a contributing second contract member of the Browns secondary? That is the absolute hope. They need him to be that guy. He has had a great second half of the season, in my opinion. A couple Lowell games, Buffalo and Cincinnati, but overall, much, much better and much better in coverage, and that's where they need him to continue to excel. I think Grant Delpit has done a great job. Truly the defensive standout player in this game. Miles Garrett had a sack and a half, and he was effective up front. I thought Chase Winovich had some reps that were impressive as well. But for this game, who stood out the most? Two downfield key interceptions from Grant Delpit. It was all over the field in the run game. And listen, eyes are on Grant Delpit. You've got our attention. Close the year out strong. Going to be an exciting player in 2023 and beyond for the Browns.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate...
2: My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop mypatriotsupply.com today. mypatriotsupply.com.
1: The last but certainly not least thing that we have to talk about here is what's on the line in week 18 for the Browns. I think I've gave Kevin Stefanski and I think this is deserved the franchise getting guys like Jadeveon Clowney, um, you know, Nick Chubb to be grinding, uh, Mari Cooper going through injuries. To get these guys to care about non-playoff games, that means something. That shows an effort here to, A, play for your coaching staff, continue to fight for them, you know, and, B, obviously, your pride and all of that, but pushing to change the culture. And are we seeing that? Was the second half of this recent game, you know, was that pivotal moment something they can look back on? I think a huge pivotal moment looms in Week 18 the Steelers are in a position that are, you know, is is envious for the Browns. They sit at 8 and 8 and the Browns have a chance to do some real special season wrecking in two ways, okay? The Steelers need some things to happen to make the playoffs at 8 and 8. They need to beat the Browns obviously, but they also need the Bills to beat the Patriots. Super plausible. Patriots not a great team. Not not to say the Patriots can't win, but the Bills are fighting to uh keep or maintain if it depends on what happens on Monday Night Football their their home field advantage to the playoffs they have a ton to play for and then the jets are fighting for their playoff lives if the jets can beat the dolphins who might not have tua or teddy bridgewater who both both left today and they're going to have to start skyler thompson super plausible that the steelers can get those two things to work in their favor if they're able to beat the browns so two things the browns can do with a win in week 18 and why they should continue to be playing hard and going into pittsburgh fighting to get a win first Obviously, knocked them out of the playoffs. That would be huge. That'd be fun. That'd be really nice for the fan base to get some modicum of enjoyment out of a rough season. To know that they knocked Pittsburgh out of the playoffs. But second is to end this streak of Mike Tomlin's uh, non-losing season uh, setup. Right. I think at this point, Tomlin has I don't think he's ever had a losing season in his Pittsburgh career. If I if I remember that correctly, he's had none. They're eight and eight right now. They have a chance to make the Steelers go eight and nine. With a victory, they did not play Kenny Pickett the first time. Pickett had a nice late drive for the for the Steelers to beat the Ravens. He's riding a high, their franchise thinking they're going to make the playoffs. Can the Browns show up? Go into Pittsburgh, hostile environment. We'll see what the NFL does flexing the game maybe to a four o'clock kick, something of that nature. It would be really really fun to see the Browns in a season that's been pretty disappointing. Move to six and two to close the year. Have a ton of positive energy with a large core of this this nucleus of this team coming back to go 6-2 and two and then go 4-2 and two for the, in the division for the first time since coming back in 99. Those would all be really big takeaways to have a ton of positivity moving into the offseason. So as you know, plenty of things to, to play for here in Week 18. Nick Chubb, rushing title, seems a little out of grasp here. Josh Jacobs in Las Vegas has 1,608 yards. Nick moved into second past Derrick Henry. He's at 1,448. Both guys have 12 touchdowns, but it's hard to see Nick catching Jacobs unless he doesn't play, and he would still need – 160 yard performance to end up passing him so that that might be a little out of reach but I've seen big week 18 used to be week 17 last week of the season rushing games from guys and maybe they're able to help Nick go crazy chase the rushing title anything can happen Miles Garrett sits with 15 sacks that's fourth in the NFL he could go up to uh, you know all the way up to first uh, Nick Bosa who's probably going to win defensive player of the year because his team is so successful and has accumulated 17 and a half sacks Miles could catch him with a monster game Obviously, T.J. Watt on the other side. You always want to be the more impressive player. A lot of the buzz that surrounds Watt. The Steelers are reeling off a ton of wins, trying to make the playoffs, playing some hero ball. Can the Browns directly take the, the you know take the 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 season away from Pittsburgh and Deshaun's first game in? what used to be Heinz Field. We'll see if the if the Browns are up for the challenge. It would be a really fun way to end the season. A ton of fun things to talk about this week. I'll check back in tomorrow with the all 22 comprehensive review. Continue to check out the articles. Again, wrote up the scheme stuff that the offense did that was fun in the second half. Also going to be writing up a Grant Delpit film room and then our coach uh, on staff, our other film guy, Tyler Mains is going to is going to put up a nice film room on Miles Garrett he's been doing over the weeks gathered a ton of film that will be up for your consumption as well so check out the OBR great guests the usual guys Jared Jordan and hopefully hopefully get some time with John this week uh, to, to touch base with him you know post birth of their third child that would be fun but an exciting week I hope you guys are having a great new year this catches you well thanks for stopping in checking out OBR content and specifically this podcast guys have a great Monday kick off your year right go Browns